let's get past it today. I think we're gonna do a great job. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Man Podcast. This is a podcast where we are connecting men in pursuit of their potential. We do that by embracing discomfort, cultivating community, and putting wind in each other's hails to unlock potential. And we're getting some of that wind today from my man, Lawan Hughes, out of Vegas, Nevada. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Definitely uh, happy to be here. It's a pleasure, you know, being on your podcast, man. Uh, really a big fan, and uh, yeah, just looking uh, to have good and great conversation today. Yeah, man, absolutely. And and I, I tapped you on to be on the show because of your specific skill set, and we talk a lot about men chasing their potential themselves, starting businesses, and really kind of building streams of income. But we never really jump into how or ways to do it. So I'm excited for you to share some of some of the skills and some of the information and knowledge you can talk about in terms of getting capital in order to start a business. But before we start talking about that, I want to first pull back the curtain, let you introduce yourself, and then unlock a little bit of your story, man. Yeah. So my name is Lawan Hughes from Las Vegas, Nevada, born and raised. You know, I'm not a, I don't live on a strip. So a lot of people, <laughs> that's like the first misconception with Las Vegas. Like, oh, what hotel do you live in? You know, we do have suburbs and schools and everything that any other city has. But yeah, so, you know, I got into entrepreneurship probably fairly young, I would say for most people. I started my first business when I was 21, I want to okay. say. So, you know, I've been in, you know, the entrepreneurial scene for about 10 years now. And, you know, a lot of a lot of trials, a lot of errors, a lot of wins, a lot of losses. And, um, you know, I've just kind of seen a lot of different things and, and seen what can work and what works, you know, now. And I just want to share that knowledge and help people as best as I can. Yeah, man. And you talk about the wins and the losses, and and that's something that hopefully we can help stack some some uh, <laughs> some chips for some folks so they don't lose yeah. all their pennies when yeah. they get hit in that game like Sonic. But yes. how did you get started in the entrepreneurial journey, man? You said at 21, because I think a lot of us, when we talk about from a young age, we might have had the lemonade stand. Or maybe we were selling cookies like our school had to sell the little chocolate bars for a dollar each and we just went out and crushed it. But at some point in time, we get bit by that entrepreneurial bug or something yeah. that lets us know, like, you know what? I have the capacity to go out there and earn for myself because that's that's the big thing. You know, we as men and just we as people need to understand is we have the power to earn outside of just a day job. We have a power to create and manifest something that will generate value for somebody else and give us money. How did your, I guess, bug bite happen of, ooh, this entrepreneurial bug got me? Right. Yeah, for me, my family, I like to consider my family like Black ex excellence in the highest form. Mm -hmm. My my great grandfather on my my dad's side, they are in Louisiana, Simsport, a little town outside of probably about 75 miles outside of Baton Rouge. And he had basically like a farm and he would actually sell, you know, grow and sell crops to his fellow, you know, neighbors and, you know, people in the community in the little town of Simsport. And he actually got, you know, so big at, for them, at least at the time to where, you know, the grocery stores were even buying his crops, you know, his, his nice. stuff that he was selling. So it kind of started there and he had seven kids, you know, uh, most of them, are girls, women, 
And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we get in, into my story. So for me coming up, all I seen was strong, successful black women. You know, these are, you know, one was my grandmother and the other were like my, my great aunts. So, you know, all of them like metal on medical providers, real estate agents own, you know, brokerages, uh, attorneys, you know, just just business owners in general and, and really getting after it. So I think for me at a young age, I was able to see how to maneuver, you know, in this world in the United States, just being a business owner. And again, learning from a, a young age that, hey, like it's more to it than just working a nine to five. And that was the thing that, you know, was always instilled in me when I was growing up. Like I, I got a chance to see firsthand, like how to run a business. And mm -hmm. also that, you know, that my, my grandparents, they didn't believe in working for somebody else. They believed <laughs> in creating your own thing. So, that, you know, that that's kind of how that started for me. Yeah. And that seed that following those examples and, and to have those amazing women in your life showing you not by telling you, but by waking up every day, getting the job done, showing you through example, which is which is amazing. And usually that's the first step in yeah. kind of going down that route. You mentioned yeah. the wins and the losses, man. And and for a lot of us, I mean, I've shared on an earlier episode, I took out a business loan on, on credit card, made an investment with it kind of made a mistake in my approach to it. And I lost a lot of money. I've kind of recovered from that, recouped from that, but I learned the lesson and I'm thankful that I learned the lesson, which is why I'm able to kind of shamelessly say how, how I lost $30,000 plus, but I'm able to share that. So other people don't go through that. What are right. some of the L's you took along the way when it came to learning how to fund a business or gain capital for a business that now has kind of been this passion of yours, teaching so many other people how to properly and ethically hack banking to acquire capital? Yeah. So, you know, for me, as anybody, you know, you, you learn even with all the great examples that I had, right? You know, you still got to take those punches on the chin, right? You know, it's, it's going to yeah. happen when you're an entrepreneur. I don't care what anybody says, like, there's no perfect path, yeah. right? Most successful people that you may look up to or, you know, inspire you or whoever that person might be, you know, they've had multiple L's, you know, mm -hmm. a whole bunch of lost businesses, a whole bunch of <laughs> bankrupt business, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has it. So yeah. it happens. And, you know, for me, my first thing that I did, obviously, it's kind of cliche because I live in Las Vegas, but I had started a nightlife company right. and it, it was good. You know, it went it started off really well. But I think the thing I had to learn, you know, and it was a hard lesson was it's usually not good to go into business with your friends. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and, you know, because everybody has their own agenda and everybody's passion and, and drive level is different. And so for me, like, I'm like a really hungry individual. Like when I really lock into something, I'm super serious. Like I'm trying to get after it. Right. Yeah. But I realized was everybody doesn't have that same hunger and drive that you might have. Right. And so, again, you live and you learn. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, in that particular business, it actually started off really well. But it turns out I was the only one that was really hungry enough for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so my other two business partners, you know, our first event that we had, literally our first client was Comic-Con, right? It was crazy. Wow. And our first <laughs> our first client was Comic-Con. But um, yeah, so we, we, we end up doing the after party for them here in Las Vegas. And uh, they, they were doing like a lot of low budget stuff. And like, we really kind of like turned it out for them. You know what I'm nice. saying? Nice. Like, 
and I brought this hip hop element to like the after parties for Comic Con. So imagine it's kind of like these like big gaudy, you know, costumes and stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. like in a, a in a hip hop R and B set, and it was great. That's pretty um, dope. So yeah, it was it was dope, man. It was it was really dope. So you know, we we had a great time with that. We we did great. And after that, I, you know, me personally, I wanted to like keep the momentum. We had a lot of friction, a lot of like, you know, positivity in mm-hmm. Vegas and our name was buzzing and I wanted to keep the iron hot, so to speak, you know, but but the business partners, they like wanted to do some other stuff, like go do other things that I I thought didn't make any sense. But and so that's kind of how that that fell. So like we took way longer than we needed to to get that second event going, mm-hmm. that second thing. And, you know, by the time we tried to transition to the next thing, like our steam blew out, you know, (laughs) I agree wholeheartedly with you because it's about when you talk about doing business with with friends, the Mm -hmm. hardest thing. And I had one of my first mentors tell me this because I made the same mistake, man. And and we probably have made similar mistakes in businesses. A lot of people listening are either have made those mistakes and they're laughing right now while they're driving down the highway (laughs) (laughs) or they haven't made these mistakes yet. And I'm telling you, if you haven't, please listen to that warning, because it's not that you can't do business with friends, but I do think clear cut organizational understanding has to be made. And what I mean by that is somebody has to call the shots and lead. And you all have to agree on who it is because like you mentioned, taking too long, I came into the same situation of the business I started. And like you said, you saying, I thought we're good. We all have what we think would be best, but without a unified person who's going to call the shots and pick what's going to happen next, you have too many, too many chefs in the kitchen, too many leaders, yeah. a snake with too many heads. You don't go anywhere. So right. it's not that either direction was the right answer, or the wrong answer, because there are multiple ways you can get to the objective. Right. But it's just when you have someone who makes the decision and you move fast, you get to the objective one way or another. You just right. make it there faster. So, man, right. you are so right for saying that. And I just wanted to make sure I drove that point home for the audience is like, right. if you're about to start a business with friends, make sure there is a clear line of command in how decisions to get made or a broken down, like, okay, I'm going to have all logistical issues solved. You have all the marketing issues solved and you have right. final call on that. But right. Yeah. yeah no, and, and I just personally, honestly, and, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to say like that it's impossible. Like it can't work. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, in my opinion, I just think it's just not a good idea at all. <laughs> you know, and, and, it, and really just not so much of like the business per se, but like, just if you value that friendship, you know what I'm saying? Because just like what you said, Ted, like, you know, somebody, those conversations have, have to be had. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, say for instance, somebody drops the ball on their end of the bargain with the the structure of the business right and you guys are you guys got a great friendship but at the end of the day when there's money involved things change right so you know that friendship can be in jeopardy if if you know money is involved and you know especially we get into the conversations okay this is how you feed yourself and, and your family and all that stuff like that and they're messing or jeopardizing those funds now things are getting serious you know what i'm saying so yeah i just recommend like it just it's just not a good idea or <laughs> time to not to get in business like especially like we're really like close friends like you really like value that relationship and that friendship it's probably best just not to do it <laughs> yeah listen i agree and i can understand that because you know, and getting into the credit side of things, doing business, and you talk about the impacts that happen with the choices you make. You know, mm-hmm. I mentioned I'm married. I have a wife. If I make a, a 
poor business decision, you know, the money I, I lost with my investment, that hits us as a family. That hits us right. financially. We both have to deal with that. And she's going to be right. like, who are you doing business with? Right. Right. <laughs> who, whose idea was this? So, right. no, and that's that's why it's so important. Let's get it into somebody who, again, whether it's with friends and they have the articles of organization already signed or they're looking to get into business or whatnot. A nightlife business. I, mean, I imagine you didn't just wake up, get Comic-Con and say, okay, we're going to throw this. You had to have some money. You had to have some capital. You had to have a way of gathering the resources to yeah. build and sell that service or product that you were selling. Yeah. How do you go about starting that? If I'm somebody that's like, man, I have an idea, but I need some money to do it. Yeah, man. So, man, this is like, you know, and, and I, I like I get so excited, like when I'm talking about like just credit in general, just because. It's so big, right? A lot mm -hmm. of people, you know, they're, you know, especially now in this day and age, like everybody has the entrepreneurial bud and, you know, rightfully so. I think it's great, you know, and, and people are realizing like, hey, I got this great thing, like this great idea or whatever. And, you know, they want to fund it. And there's a lot of different methods out there. There's a lot of different, you know, ways and, and you know, a lot of the old ways that people know right or like you know trying to get you know your your done numbers and you know business loans and angel investors you know all, all these different things friends and family personal you know funding mm -hmm. it yourself like all these things right and you know i'm here to tell you today they're all wrong right <laughs> you know and again not to not not to knock anybody's you know strategy not to knock anybody's thing it's just me personally, I found, you know, what I'm about to say now to be the most effective way. And a lot of people really kind of, they don't want to do this, but again, it's the fastest way. And I found, you know, that leveraging personal credit to get business credit literally is the best, fastest, most effective way to get business lines of credit. You know what I'm going to say? Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the reason why that is, and, you know, and now we're getting into like ethically hacking the bank and like a lot mm -hmm. of people like, like ethically hacking the bank. Like it's like, you know, it's kind of like a hook. Word, hook it's word, shocking. Hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that <laughs> show, so like ethically hacking the bank, you know, but like really, you know what it is you're building, you have, you built a personal relationship on the, on the personal side with these lenders right you know your mm -hmm. chase your american expresses your, your city banks your u.s business, credit unions any lender right you built these personal relationships with them on your personal side and now we're going to leverage that to get our business credit so kind of breaking that down and going more into detail on that so say you know you have you know some personal credit cards right mm -hmm. and you know you treat them right now and this is the first step right because everybody doesn't know how to you know manipulate credit in their favor we've been taught a lot of people especially in the black community you know to a detriment we've been taught that you know credit is bad you know, not to use credit or, you know, everybody's had those situations, you know, when you were 18, you were in college, you were getting bombarded with credit card offers and they gave you credit cards. No problem when you 18 and you out there buying clothes and shoes with it. And now you got all this debt and you can't do nothing about it. Now your credit's messed up. You know, yeah. I've talked to so many people in, in those situations. And again, we, we need to get in the habit of learning how to leverage our credit because again, this is what the most successful people in the world do. The multimillionaires, the hedge fund, the hedge fund owners, the billionaires. This is what they do. They hardly ever use their own money to fund anything. Right. So you, 
So you would say it starts with the step one is being responsible with your personal credit, yes. understanding the game, because, yes. you know, there are books that will tell you credit's bad, debt is bad. But we actually, my wife and I leveraged our credit card. All of our expenses go through it. We pay it full. We don't pay interest on that money. Yes. And we leverage the points from it to take yes. a significant discount on our honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and literally, this is what I'm talking about. Like it steps to that. And like, Ted, you hit it right on the head. We yeah. have to leverage. And again, and not, not even just forget the business credit for a second, but literally what you just said, Ted, leveraging the money that you're already spending anyway and say, hey, let me sit back. Okay, mm-hmm. what can I? I have to spend this two hundred dollars a month on gas anyway, right? We know gas is high. I have to spend yeah. this on this gas anyway. What car? What credit card can I get that's going to give me five percent back or uh, give me four x membership rewards points on on this money yep. that I have to spend anyway? And then I can just transition that into cash back or transition that into a free airline ticket, right? Or whatever the case may be, whatever you're trying to do, right? Yeah. That's the first step is learn to do that first. And then I'm, I'm telling you, man, like it, it's, <laughs> it's, and you know what I'm talking about. Like it's endless what you can do. And again, forgetting the business credit for a second, like, and I, I don't really have to talk about myself too much, but literally like I just use this same strategy that we're talking about here today. Mm-hmm. Like me, my girlfriend, my two kids, and my mother were all flying first class awful points. Thank like, you. <laughs> I didn't yeah. pay anything. Like I just paid for the taxes for the, the flights. And it was like like I think it was like 80 bucks. Yeah. Right. And these tickets were like four thousand dollars. That's the power of leveraging the expense yeah. that you're already doing each and every single day. It's power yeah. of knowing and understanding that okay, there are perks to having responsible habits and basic habits and structure that will leverage again what we do every day i don't have to spend more than i usually spend i don't have to change my habits or whatnot except for maybe using this piece of plastic instead of a different piece of plastic yeah the middleman use them use the credit card companies as the middleman and what that does is in their eyes it shows that you're a big spender even though you're you're not you're not out here you know buying gucci and louis or whatever like you're you're just spending money on what you got to spend money on regardless and chicken wings that just went through the roof this year <laughs> yeah yeah like you know groceries you know your kids tuition their soccer camp whatever it is yeah all these things we could we could put it on a credit card right and again we're just using that as the middleman and you know before the statement even closes we go ahead and pay that off right now everybody's happy the credit card they like man okay he, he you know now they're gonna start upping your limits and mm-hmm. all that stuff like that and everything is gonna be working out good and from there that's how you you got this great relationship on the personal side and then now we can go get business credit Right. How do we start that process? Okay. So yeah. like, you know, yeah. uh, let's say I'm actually in that position right now, right? You know, okay. We, we've been good with our card. We got our points. We have our trips, but all right, babe, I got this idea. I think this is the one. I think this is the right. one. Now right. I, I could put a little money in here. I could put a little money in there, but like we talked about before speed in business, you got to be fast. You got to execute because yeah. yes. if this wave comes by, you might miss it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I might say, okay, I got this idea, but I need 20,000 to get it started. I need 50,000 to get it started or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. How do I start leverage that into, okay, you know, buy my business and then get, just go to the bank and ask for money. No. So this is what (laughs) we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And and this, this part right here, 
people, it blows their mind sometimes, but it's really this simple. And again, I don't say anything that I haven't done myself and I don't tell any, it's repeatable. You know, people that are in my mentorship group, they've done the same things that I've done. So it's not, it's, it's a repeatable process and not, I'm not just special. Right. So what we do from here, now that we've built these personal, these great personal relationships with these banks, now we are going to leverage our personal credit and we're going to get 0% APR business credit cards to fund the start and growth of our business. And literally, as I sit here today, this method that I'm talking about and getting ready to share has led to me, you know, my current business, which is, is a marketing company and, and high ticket sales as well. That's led to us doing $1.6 million in sales for that particular company. And I got the capital from this method right here. Right? Congratulations, so, man. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, you know, and I'm not special. Again, I'm not special. I'm nobody. I didn't, you know, come from multimillionaire. I didn't come from multimillionaire, you know, stuff like that. Like, no, mm -hmm. like I, I I went and got after like anybody else would, you know, it's just knowledge, you know, that's, yeah. that's really all it is. And that's, that's my gift to everybody else. Just showing you that it's possible, you know, for anybody. So getting back to the strategy. So basically, you know, again, leveraging our personal credit. So now we got that in, in order. Now we're going to get business uh, lines of credit, right? 0% APR. And the reason why this is so important is you can't get, you know, for, for the average person, you cannot get 0% APR business loans. Not happening, right? Yeah. Okay, let's let's throw that out the way. Okay, now well, maybe we want to use angel investors, right? Or we want to we want to try to get investors. All right, great. Go have fun with that. They're going to take 30% you know, they're going to take 30% ownership of your business and you still got to pay them back. So once you pay them back, now they, they got 30% ownership or 20% ownership of your business. So any any profit that you're getting from the business, you got to get them 20 or 30%. Who wants to do that? Mm -hmm. Okay, That's let's like go a to the forever next. tax. <laughs> yeah, forever tax. So let's go to the next one that people like to do a lot. Friends and family. I don't know about you, but I got a lot of annoying family members, right? So <laughs> <laughs> if if I were to go to them and ask them for money, they're going to think that they own and run the business as well. So literally every single week, they're going to be, hey, did you make any money with the business yet? How's it going? All, all these questions. Nobody wants mm -hmm. to deal with that. And, and the final thing that people do a lot is trying to fund it personally right? Using personal credit cards to try to fund their business, which is horrible because the, one of the main reasons why is it, it removes the corporate veil from that protection that you have. Maybe you went and got an LLC. Well, that protection is now gone because you're using your personal funds and what they call is co-mingling. You're co-mingling your personal side and your business side. So, you know, nobody wants to get sued, but it, it happens sometimes. Somebody sues the business. Well, guess what? You're co-mingling funds. So now in, in the eyes of the court, you're no different than the business. Mm -hmm. So they can sue the business, clean that out, and then come sue you. Take your house, take your cars, take your assets, your 401k, your stock, like literally all of that. It's come for blood. <laughs> literally, just by that simple mistake that a lot, literally so millions of people do, right? So, you know, business credit, 0% APR, right? What this allows you to do, and this is going on today as we speak, you can get 0% APR for 12 months, 15 months, 18 months, even upwards of 21 months, mm -hmm. no interest capital to fund your business, right? And we're not talking about, oh, like a little $5,000 credit card. No, we're talking about $10,000, $20,000, $40,000, $50,000, $80,000 of business lines of credit, 0% APR, 
Now, just right. to be clear, you probably still have to sustain the payments on that, or you don't have to make any payments until just just minimum monthly payments. And now we're getting into the nitty gritty. And this is why I like this method so much because on the business side, right? You're basically your personal guarantee of that, you know, line of credit, right? But it's not showing up on your personal side. Correct. So Yes. So this is on the business side. So you just leverage your personal side to get that. But this this money that you're using, is not showing up on your personal utilization. Right. If I could attest to that, um, the same time I did my business, I had my my loan, mm-hmm. uh, 30 plus thousand dollars, literally mm-hmm. six months later, I bought a house and mm-hmm. they ran through my credit. The loan did not come up on the credit check for my house. Mm-hmm. And I was able to buy the house, even though I just borrowed a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know how when you're trying to buy a house and everything, they get yeah. in everything. They look at yeah, they're they like, in it. Yeah. What'd you spend $25 on last week? Everything. Right. Right. <laughs> right. They didn't say anything about the loan I took for my business because it was through my LLC and zero mm-hmm. APR, the same yeah. kind of method you're talking about. So you're, you're so right. And I didn't even know that until I did it. Yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful. And, and here's the thing. So even with with these business lines, these business credit cards. They're a dark horse, right? So really, it's building your business credit, but it doesn't show up on the personal side, and it does. They don't even report to business credit bureaus either. Like mm-hmm. that's the crazy thing about it. So you basically just got this capital that's going to work for you, zero percent APR. That's really not hurting you in you know any way, shape, or form. So you said that they're what a dark horse? What's dark horse? Yeah, that's what I call them. Dark okay. Horse. Okay. Dark horse because they're riding in the background, man. And right in the background, nobody knows about it, but you in the bank. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you, but you're in the bank. So, so it sounds like, like we were talking about before having the responsible relationship, credit relationship. If mm-hmm. somebody's listening, they're like, okay, I'm ready to start my business. It mm-hmm. would be smart. And something actually was going to ask you before getting into the nitty gritty, but I just followed the conversation. But <laughs> you know, structure. It's okay yeah. to kind of like bring this in the on the back end because if we're talking about, let's say. to upstart an idea, 12 months, zero APR. That might sound great, but you still have to pay back that money, right? And it's like, okay, hey, I got $12,000 and there's payments that's going to be on that with the zero interest APR monthly. Mm -hmm. But if someone doesn't do the research and do the setup of the structure of maybe even understanding what the cash flow of their business might be, they're kind of setting themselves up for failure. Yeah, and that's the most important part, right? Like literally, you know, all this is great. Like these tactics, they work, they're great. You can get a lot of money, but it's dangerous, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. so you have to, you know, and again, no no business is 100% guaranteed to work. Like, you know, I don't care Mm -hmm. what you might say. So you just (laughs) have to do, you know, your best judgment, you know, do your due diligence, do your research and make sure, you know, that what you're getting ready to do, you fully believe into the best of your ability, you know, that it's going to work. That's, I mean, that's the best we can do, obviously, but, you know, you just want to make sure you've done your due diligence and your research. And, you know, when you get these business lines of credit and you're, you know, getting ready to use it, you just want to make sure that you're, you know, it's for a good cause and, you know, it's for actually for a business because again, you do have to pay that money back at some point. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you want, you got to pay that back. So, you know, you just want to make sure that, you know, you've done your, you get your ducks in a row and all that type of stuff for sure. Man. And that's, that's bringing it around full circle. Kind of like what you mentioned when you have those examples in front of you. Right. And you were taught by the women in your life that yeah. you go out and get it. And that built the self-esteem to understand that you have the capacity, you have the ability. And with that thought process in mind for anybody listening, why wouldn't you bet on yourself? 
Why wouldn't yeah. you invest in yourself? Because you have companies that are probably paying you a wage or a salary or hourly, but they are yeah. paying you to do something. You literally start paying yourself to do better and you bet on yourself, which is why it's so important. And you, as you said, Juan, it's, it's all knowledge, man. Yeah. <laughs> all knowledge. Literally, literally. Like it, it's, it's crazy just with knowing and these things that we're talking about here today. It took me years to learn this stuff, man. <laughs> like literally, it took me years. years yeah. And I, I don't want the listeners to have to go through the same amount of years to learn. And you're right. out there willing and ready to give this information and mentor and help people go through this process. So for anyone out there looking to start a business, hop into entrepreneurship, they have that idea, they have that thought and they want to get started. I want to make sure they have the ability to connect with you, follow you, get to your channel, learn some of the, the advice, the tips and the advice you give me and how can they, how can they get, connect with you? Yeah. So with me, I'm sure Ted, he'll put the link up. I have a free training that I do basically going into more detail about business credit, you know, how to leverage your personal side and, and, and all these things. So I'm sure he'll put the link up there and, you know, you'll be able to click that link, sign up for this free training and then, you know, watch it. If everything sounds good to you, you can go ahead and book a call with either me or one of my team members. And then we'll go ahead and sit down with you and have a strategy session, see where you're at right now, see what business you're looking to start, all these different things and see what we have is a good fit for you. You know, us basically coming in, being a partner inside of your business, not, you know, not taking any profit margins from you or anything like that. But mm -hmm. like I said, just help that mentorship, you know, giving you the guidance, not only helping you with business credit and, you know, showing you these strategies and implementing them in, inside your business, but also just consulting with you as well. Like we've helped a lot of our people in our mentorship group get their businesses started. Obviously, I have a marketing company, so I help a lot of people with their marketing, their social presence, their online presence, all these type of things. And, um, you know, we, we literally just help with all those elements inside your business that are so, so vital and so important. So it's not just yeah. business. Right? We, we'd help with a lot of things, but obviously it starts with getting the capital. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's the first thing we lock in. I was getting that capital and then we go from there. Absolutely, man. And that's that's perfect. I'll have those links in the show notes and whatnot. Anybody that, that needs a service, I'm sure they're going to go ahead and click it right now on the show notes right now. Right. Last question, man. What event has happened in your life that has shaped your perspective of the world as a man? I know it's a heavy question. You kind of alluded to it earlier with, with some of your upbringing, but that's it's a new question I'm asking at the end is, you know, what's happened to you in your life that's helped shape your perspective of the world, man? Man, that that is a really loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> you like, how much time we got left? <laughs> yeah, it's a loaded question. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like just life in general is like everything, like things happen and it just kind of changes your mindset, you know, and, and, and every and people always talk about like mistakes you made or, you know, whatever. But though, I feel like those form, you know, who you ultimately become. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think for me, man, like, that that is so tough. Like that's a tough <laughs> question. Like <laughs> that's that a good question. I, I didn't do think like, I was gonna let you off easy, did you? <laughs> man, that, that was a tough one. Um, man, like honestly, I I really have to go with the upbringing for me. Like just those women that I speak of, like they they've been so instrumental in my life, and a lot of times they didn't even know it. Like a lot of times I'm not even really like asking them questions per se, but it's just, just watching them, just watching how they, they go about life and how they move and, you know, just, you know, how they, how they've been able to just have, you know, tremendous amount of success up to this point. So 
I think, you know, for me, you know, having them, you know, as role models and, and being able to look up to them and, you know, obviously some of them are, are still alive today. So, you know, I, I can st- still consult with them mm-hmm. on a lot of everything. I try not to because I, I try not to be like a, just a bugaboo, but, you know, <laughs> I'm an observer. So, like, I learn a lot. Just I don't even have to, you know, talk to people. I can just observe what they're doing and just learn a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just having access to them and just being able to just watch them from afar sometimes has helped me tremendously. So for anybody that's listening, obviously, you know, maybe you won't have people like that, but what I would recommend is just, you know, have a, have a mentor at, at the very least. I have, there's always somebody that you maybe know, or maybe from afar, like, you, you know, that you can just watch and just emulate because I always tell people it's so important to surround yourself with people that are better than you. Like yeah. a, lot, a lot of times people, they're the best person in the circle, like, and that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you in the wrong circle. Yeah. That's not good, man. Like you want you, especially when you're trying to grow, like you want to, you want to be the worst person in the room if you can, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's what I always try to be. Not to say that you're, you know, not to say that you're better than anybody in life, but like, you just want to just always, you know, be in a position to grow. Right. Yeah. So I'm always trying to learn. Like I'm, I'm never a hater. Like if somebody's <laughs> doing something better than me, Hey, man, what, what you, what are you doing? Like, yeah. can, I, can I pick your brain? Like, can I say what? Like, you know, I'm that type of person, man. I, I'm not hating on anybody. Like if you came Ted to me today, like, man, I got this other thing. Oh, like, oh yeah. Let me, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how you doing that? Like I'm that type of person, man. Cause I'm trying to get after it by any means necessary. Nah, so yeah. it's like, I'm not, Hey, no, nah, I'm not, <laughs> Oh man, he, I, don't, I, 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 I got my way. Like, nah, hey, if he, get, if he getting after it, man, let me, let me try to learn how he doing it. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> sure. I think that's the, that's the right mindset for people to have. And once you have that and kind of get that haterism out of your bloodstream, man, you'll be <laughs> man, Lawan Hughes, content creator, financial expert, dude. I appreciate you being on the show today. This has been a lot of fun. And thank you for the value you gave our listeners, brother. Absolutely. Man. I appreciate it, Ted. Uh, you know, hope hope your audience really, you know, get something out of <laughs> our conversation today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a pleasure being on. Thank you. No, definitely. And, and I'm going to recap a couple of the gems you left along the way for people, as I always do at the end. The wins and the losses, right? Whenever we start business or honestly living life itself comes with the wins and the losses. We take the dubs, we take the L's, but at the end of the day, we keep getting up, we keep fighting, following those examples that's laid out in front of us, how much we can learn. And even though we have those examples, we're still going to have to get in the ring at some point in time and take those punches along the way. Starting businesses with friends, be careful, be cautious, be smart, and you don't always have to do it. You didn't say it's impossible, but maybe it's not preferred. And I have a great idea. So many of us have a great idea. Ideas are a dime a dozen. Million dollar ideas are all over the place. You can pluck them out of the air. It's the execution that's important and you need capital in order to do it. Learning to leverage your personal credit. First, having responsible credit usage and using that to get a zero APR business credit card can give you the funds you need to fund that idea. And if you really believe in it, bet on yourself. Go out there, execute it because the availability of these funds Like Juan said, it's a dark horse. It's great, but it's dangerous and do it responsibly. Guys, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you rock with us all the way to the end. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button for a new episode each and every single week. Leave us a rating so you can let us know how we're doing and where we could improve so we can better serve you or put in the comments any topics, questions, or any any ideas or current events you'd like us to cover on the episode, and we will find the experts for that. We appreciate you rocking with us to the end. And as we always say at the end of the episode, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. 
but you can't get the pleasure without first the pain. Let's grow.